Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We've been having a fairly robust debate this morning around the state of the pitch in particular over there in indoor as we head towards day two of the test in Australia leading by 47 runs. Former Australian cricketer Bryce McGain is on the line, part of the SEN cricket commentary team, of course, right across the summer. Good morning to you, Bryce. What do you think? Is is this pitch up to standard and is it okay to play on a pitch like that? Very good morning to you, Maddie, and all the listeners out there. Uh, no, it's not. No, this is not international standard wicket uh, for the a ball in the first over to go through the top. And what we mean by that is the whole top explode apart uh, when Stark bowled in his first over. Um, that's not up to international standard. It is, uh, it's underprepared. It's, uh, it's overbaked. However you want to put it, it's diabolical. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame that that's the case because both these teams have incredibly skilled players. And, uh, look, we love the fact that Australia have bounced back and doing well. But, yeah, your question about the pitch, yeah, she ain't good enough for this level. See, I, I don't mind the fact that it's... I mean, it, both the old saying, you've both got to play on it. So I don't mind the fact that it's throwing up a challenge and it's throwing up something different. So let me just ask you one question then. Do you think it's a, a dangerous pitch? Uh, I don't think it's dangerous. I haven't seen anything that is dangerous there, particularly with the, the amount of spin bowling that's there. Who's fast bowling up and down and shooting off a length, uh, you know, up, up towards the batsman's head. You know, that does become dangerous. But I'm with you. Look, I like it. Personally... I like watching cricket this way because I don't know what's going to happen. It's unpredictable. Uh, the game can turn. As we've seen, Australia <laughs> been on the receiving end of some batting collapses. Um, it's just worked the other way for Australia in, so far in day one. But it can turn in an hour. We know that. We could be bowled out. We could lose six wickets in an hour. And uh, that lead that we're anticipating to be maybe up to 200 ahead um, may not be the case at all. So... I actually like it. It's good. It's good entertaining cricket because I'm on the edge of a seat and you don't want to miss anything because it can turn so quickly. Yeah, and better than a two, three, four day bat fest, uh, which can become a ball fest as much as I love batting and watching batsmen out there score runs. So, I, I, you know, I, look, I, I go, this is test cricket. It's meant to be a test and it's challenging and we're not all meant to play on the same uh, same pitches in the same conditions because you know what will happen. We'll get the same result. I did have a question from a listener just posing the question then, Bryce, why? Why is a pitch like this delivered by India? And, you know, like you're saying, you've been there and done it. It's not up to the professional standard, even though we kind of like it. Why do they do that? Uh, they want to really um, push home their advantage. So what they've done, they've rolled the life out of the wicket in the middle so it doesn't suit any of our fast bowlers who might want to fire the ball through. And it suits uh, and dries out the end. So they've really just dried it out. It, it's, um, they're doing it to just force their competitive advantage. And I suppose, you know, a lively gabber wicker at times, you know, people can argue, well, you know, that suits Australia with, uh, you know, good fast bowling and uh, really foreign bouncy fast wicket conditions that suits our batting a bit because we're used to it. They're just doing something similar to that, but they're overcooking it. Um, interesting shots 
at the lunch break when the coach of India is walking along with the the curator who is wearing the Indian tracksuit. He's not uh, yeah. an independent curator. <laughs> he's uh, he's in the team tracksuit and uh, he's prepared the wicket, obviously under instruction, but maybe overbaked this one. So, look, that, that, they do it for their competitive advantage. How far does this test go, do you reckon? I mean, the Indians lasted just over 30 overs. We've uh, managed to climb on top of their total, and it was a it was a tough haul. It was a long haul for the Aussies. It's now in the hands of Peter Hanscom and Cameron Green, but this pitch is only going to cause more chaos for for everyone that comes in thereafter. Yeah, it's going to be extraordinary. Look, it, as I said, I, I find it really exciting. How long is it going to last? Oh, I don't think we'll get out to the end of the third day. Uh, the Indian players, oh, I think they mucked that up a little bit. They went a little hot. They, as in, they they um, they pushed the accelerator button a bit hard. Uh, they, they tried to score and hit boundaries. And then when they went out and, and Australia went out to bat, they actually set the field, the in-out field. And I understand that that, you know, that's what needs to happen. They were probably expecting Australia to be ultra aggressive and just try and whack their way uh, in those type of conditions. But they didn't. And Usman Khawaja was outstanding because. He just took what India gave him, which there's a few out in the boundary. Okay, I'll work the ball and hit it to them. That gives us ones and twos, and I'll put away any bad bowling as well. I I won't be scared about what could happen. I'll just deal with what is actually happening. Defending right back on his stumps, protecting his stumps was a good way to do it. And uh, the the sweep shot being selective about how he played that. So it was a wonderful innings to see how to play in these horrible conditions um, that have been served up. But, yeah, don't expect... uh, yeah, to be uh, turning up to the cricket for day four, day five. Um, it looks like yeah. the weekend, it's going to be the midweek test. Yeah, you, you got the weekend yeah. off, everyone. Exactly. And look, when you when you throw a blanket around test cricket at the moment, you, you don't have to go too far back. A couple of days ago, we're talking about just for the second time in test history, a, a test match that is decided by one run. So, and that went the five days. So you, you get... You get both sides of this, and that's that's what I like anyway as a, as a punter. Some people don't like it. So we're getting really both sides of the equations. And I reckon, do you think Uzi 60 was almost as good as a ton in that in those conditions? Oh, no question. He'll look back at that, and he might even mention if Australia ended up winning the test afterwards, you know, it might be a man-of-the-match performance. Uh, his ability to just cope with what lies ahead. I, I really love the way he goes about it. He's so calm. He's, uh, he's not worried about what could happen with his career or anything like that. He's just in the moment. He just understands how he plays best. And, you know, he's doing that with the bat in hand, but also um, just enjoying his cricket. Um, he's doing it with a smile on his face as the ball spun sharply past the outside edge. He just smile, let it go, and just concentrate on what he needs to do next. But you're right, it, Matty, you're spot on with test cricket at the moment. England are playing a different brand. New Zealand are playing their... Um, punching above their weight brand uh, on the back of a Kane Williamson masterclass with the bat. But, you know, for a little country, they do so well. Um, India are preparing wickets like this. It's a, a, an unbelievable series. There's more Test cricket going on. South Africa playing the West Indies as well. Um, so, look, Test cricket's alive and well. And I think the more that we see the differences in it, um, Indoor has in the past produced a wicket that's just a run fest. You know, we're talking double hundreds, triple hundreds. It's been ridiculous there. So it's kind of exciting to, to watch um, how, how cricket has uh, been entertaining and uh, and the teams are quite prepared to be entertaining, particularly England at the moment on the back of um, baseball. 
So just, um, if you can, mate, just crystal ball the, the next couple of days ahead. So Australia will be doing very well to hold on here today and Hanscom and Green will be out there. But this pitch is going to get nastier and nastier. Then, of course, India come back in and, and we'll unleash Lyon and Kuhneman and, and Murphy as well. But that will mean that Australia will end up more than likely batting last on this pitch. Does does this rest in the hands if we go that far down the down the track in the hands of Jadeja again? Yeah, most definitely. He's got all four wickets that uh, India have taken. Um, and and Ravi Ashwin's been a real challenge as well. So it's not been a, a walk in the park for anyone. So, look, it, it, crystal ball in this is so difficult. But what we've seen, and I'm so pleased to see it, because Australia now... They've got used to it. They've, they've trained so hard on the conditions now. They've got it's no surprise what's happening uh, in this Test match. Um, so they they've climatised really well. So it's going to they're going to be competitive for longer. Um, but it is a scary thought batting last on this wicket. The ball could literally be rolling and turning square and doing all sorts of different things. So every run is so valuable now in this first innings. Um, the difference between the two teams has been the way the tail has batted. And again, India, their tail just put on another 20, 25 runs, which doesn't seem much, but when you're scoring 100, you know, it's another quarter of their runs. They've done that every time. And the Australian tail, boy, do they need to be able to produce here. Not be scared about what could happen, but take a leaf out of Kawaja's book and go, we're going to deliver what we need to do here. Um, it's so, so important, those tail end runs. So if Australia can get a lead somewhere, somewhere around 150, how good would that be? It may very well be enough just to bat the one. So a lot does ride with uh, with Hanscom at the moment. He's a terrific player of spin. We saw that in the first uh, test as well. So looking forward to that ticking on later this afternoon or mid-afternoon for us. And uh, yeah, I'll be riveted. It'll be absolutely exciting viewing. I'm with you, mate. I've got a busy afternoon, but the one thing I did, uh, yes, well, last night before I went to bed, I made sure the old earbuds are powered up and ready to rumble, so I don't want to miss a beat, and then I'll get in front of the box when I can. Good on you, Bryce. Um, Let's see how this one pans out. Thanks for your time this morning. It's going to be exciting stuff, Matty. Great to catch up again.